0: Thanks for downloading The Sun Ranto Show. For early and ad-free access to The Sunranto Show, including a ton of great perks and our Discord server, please subscribe at patreon.com sunranto for as little as a dollar a month. There are free trial memberships available. Patreon.com sunranto. Don't make me tell you again.
1: Covey, blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the City rain, rain. We've shed rain. a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Covey! Son Ranzo! Son, Ranto. Son, Ranto. Son Ranto and the lovable losers! Son Ranzo! Sunrento, Sunrento, Sunrento and the lovable losers! Sunrance Hall! Dream! Spring! We are
0: back, everybody! Cubs baseball! It's baseball season! Baseball season. season!
2: Happy New Year, everyone!
0: Oh. Happy New Year. To all the acquaintance be forgot. <laughs> I mean, I am drinking out of a candy cane mug, so it does I feel holiday festive. I,
3: I was agree- so happy to watch that game today. It was insane. I even watched I watched Dodgers and Padres the other day just because I was like, oh, my God, there's a baseball game on.
2: That
0: and is- and now there's a Sun Ranto show on. And welcome yeah. to it. Uh, my name's Danny Rocket, and this show is brought to you by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network, and especially our 109 Patreon supporters. Thank you very much to those of you that support us here on the Sun Show. We would not be doing this show without you. Also, our special sponsors, Matt Kammer and Permanent Paintings find his incredible work on Etsy and on the walls of uh, Infield Fly Girl, Michael Cotton, and... The room I'm currently in, but you can't see, it actually has the – uh, maybe I'll turn my, my guy here a little bit. You can see there's a – I don't want to mess anything up. There's the Javi on the wall. Oh, there and it I'm, is. I'm in my nephew's bedroom in uh, Carlsbad, California. And there's the other Javi on the wall. Oh, on the sides, so, unfortunately, his favorite player for the Cubs is still Javi Baez because the Cubs have not made a new player for him to enjoy. But
2: You um, should introduce him to Christopher Morell. Oh,
0: i i i'm I'm giving it a shot he loves I, you know what
3: I think he's going there. to get introduced to him this year so
0: yeah we're well, we'll get all into that um but uh not only is our show brought to you by Matt Cameron and his permanent paintings but also in the clutch shirts I'm wearing my brand new uh we need more cups shirt from in the clutch and um a brand new in the clutch shirt has launched and, oh you've got it
3: in the clutch you' on today too the shy feds nice yep where and I was uh, for opening opening spring training day I had to put on the shy feds Very Well nice. check this
0: out. We are launching this one tonight which uh it's the take a chance shirt I which I that. think is I love it too and this is a SunRanto show creation. Um it, you can uh get 10% off of the shirt if you uh put uh, the code S- SunRanto and
3: I, I am absolutely
0: like three, three bucks.
3: I'm absolutely going to buy one of those. I was going to buy one earlier today, uh, but I just didn't get around to it. But uh, my youngest son, his middle name is Chance after Frank Chance. So his birthday is coming up in April. So he will be getting one of those. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm getting him one for his his birthday. And uh, obviously he doesn't listen to this show ever. So I can just say it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, he's had enough of his of his father, I'm sure um, Patrick Levy uh, reminds me that not only do we have Frank Chance shirts We have Frank Chance uh, postcard giveaway Where you can mes- win a message of love and doom Sent to you by me and- on a Frank Chance postcard So hashtag Chance in the chat And you could win that And uh, we're also brought to you by our super-duper ranchers Blake Beard's tickets If you're looking for tickets down the uh, third baseline Rogue Wave oh, Creative and we all and- will be and Mike Waller uh, and the Cubs PS Plus podcast. Yeah, those tickets just went up in value. With looking at Christopher Morrell's butt the whole time.
3: Um, um, in those- <laughs> you're <laughs> really looking at his butt.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll hear the crack of the bat and see the crack of the third baseman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see to who's that swinging point- the at. Drinks, <laughs> what To what that point, drinking, from think. Dick's Brewing, I'm drinking Dick's Cream Stout in my uh, – uh, which. You can see clearly through my Wrigley Field glass that's nearly as transparent as our boys' trousers.
3: Wow, a (laughs) Dick's Cream Stout. That just, it sounds wonderful and dirty all at once. And those are are two of my favorite things, is wonderful and dirty.
0: Uh, What are you drinking, Michael? You got anything?
3: I am rocking the Outlook Good Surly Hoppy Pale. It's a uh, it is a non-alcoholic, hoppy, pale ale because I am still trying to lose weight and uh, trying to be good on my alcohol for the month, you know, setting up for my birthday month in March. Then I'll just ruin everything that I've done this month. So
0: oh, then we get to take more pictures of you with your head on the bar <laughs> <laughs> so, we're on your wife's shoulder as this year's calendar will uh, show everybody. Um, and by the way, uh, calendars uh, in the mail. Getting in the mail, uh, but my, we got to thank everybody thank Nicole because she's the one sending them. They didn't come on time uh, where I could send them out because I left, and I'll be at spring trading. I mean, San Diego i will be in spring trading on Monday. But Nicole is stuffing all those envelopes and sending them all out. So I owe her a big one because that's a lot of envelopes to stuff. Um, but the calendar should be there uh, on time to see the picture of Michael Cotton next month with his head on the bar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um santo claus drunk at nisei
0: so uh did i leave it oh yeah i left out mike wall in the cubs ps plus plus podcast because we are sponsored by that incredible show and uh, i'm sure he'll have a lot to say about the start of spring training just like we do so let's get into it there was a cubs game today um and i they must craig council must have just like watched all the Sunranto shows from last year to figure out what kind of lineup would make us personally happy. And then and he did it. He did it. And everything that we've been dreaming of through the entire David Ross's era, like maybe not the whole Ross era. I think, you know, it just kind of was a slow, you know, kind of spiral down the drain with David Ross for me. But last year was really, you know, when I finally went down the drain and d- didn't like it anymore. But, um, What, it it was, I mean, Ian Happ led off. Let's just start there. We were like,
2: hey. He wasn't in third.
0: He wasn't in third.
3: (laughs) And he He, did exactly what a leadoff hitter does. He
2: he got a base. (laughs) And then what happened? And then then Christopher
0: Morrell, who we've been wanting to play third base, not only was in the lineup as the starting third baseman, but then he hit a home run with Ian Happ on base. That was incredible. He wasn't batting ninth with nobody on. It was, a, no. was insane. Oh, I was so excited. And then um, what else happened? Um, there was – oh, Matt Mervis played.
2: He, got he did.
0: He got picked off at first base. I, I mean,
2: though. who else would? We don't have another first base. But... I,
0: I have a theory about how he got picked off as a runner at first base. He, He's he, slow? He, well, that, that is a good explanation. I think maybe he thought he was playing first base. Just, he just—he was got confused. He's like standing in the same position that a first baseman would play, and he's like, "Oh wait, it's right. I'm not the first baseman. I'm the I'm the runner. I'm, i got to run back." He was well, like, I'm I, getting "Ready to catch the ball or
3: something?" So I uh, had the good fortune of listening to Steve Stone call this game. I was listening to the White Sox podcast, and they actually said, uh, "Whoever that pitcher was, um, they thought." that Mervis may have thought he had balked like because his move, the way that his move goes and they were, and they were showing it a lot on that broadcast. And yeah, it's real close to a foot going forward, but that, yeah, that move that that guy has that left handy hander was pretty wicked. Nobody else let off like that afterwards.
0: Um, what else happened in this game? Uh, speaking of left-handed pitchers, the Cubs actually had quite a few left-handed pitchers that pitched in this game. Um, here, let me put up the box score. Um, cause we didn't have any lefties last year. Remember, none on the team. And this year, uh, they, they threw out Lovelady. We saw Dick Lovelady. He got into the game. He had a couple Ks. And um, look
3: good, Mr. Mr. Lovelady. Yeah,
2: if, uh... I swear to God, if he hits, if he hits the major league squad, it will be the fastest I've ever bought a jersey in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. It, well, uh, and then we had. Uh... Uh, Horn, Bailey Horn, another lefty uh, that pitched as well. So it was just nice to see these guys. Jordan Wicks started this game. He looked pretty good. I mean, you know, it's hard to always tell what they're working on and stuff like that. But, you know, it was nice to see Jordan Wicks get out there. And, like, right up front, they're like, we're having a fifth starter competition, and Jordan Wicks is in it, and here's how we're going to start spring. This guy's going to get every chance to show us what he's got at the start of the game. And he looked pretty good. It looked like he was getting tired, like – maybe by the second inning, he made an error on a play and um, he actually made like two errors on the same play. He missed the ball and then he tried to pick it up and he dropped that. And, but you know, a little PFP maybe he needs, um, but.
3: Well, and they were talking a little bit too on the broadcast. He went out there and he he pitched good in the first inning. And then he had a long wait (laughs) before he got a chance to go back out there. And Whereas, you know, maybe later on in the season, that's not as big a deal. But the very first game, it's, you know, he got up there, worked out, and then went and sat down for, I don't know, a good 25 minutes while the Cubs just kept rounding the bases.
0: Yeah, they batted around. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was just nice to have it on. Like it's the game started at noon here, uh, on, uh, Pacific time. I finished up some work and like put that thing on. I, and, uh, I, I, I almost took a baseball nap too, but the game actually went fast and I didn't get a chance to, but yeah, cubs put up six runs in the first inning. Um, that you get Ian Happ getting on, Morel hitting the home run, Amaya batting third which had people freaking out. They're like he's not a third hitter. I'm like, "Oh, Cubs fans, mid-season form." Um <laughs> the fact the the fact that Mervis got a start at first base was a good sign that the Cubs did not indeed give up on him like we all thought that they did all all uh winter long. You saw um all of the the prospects uh contra canario was in there chase strump we got to see um uh the uh the new guy um uh, shaw shaw yeah, played second Trump. base and he start and he had a uh, did he have a double or was that a single he had two hits though he went 2 for 3 i mean just everything just looked like it was clicking and the cubs just came out swinging and it was against the hated white Sox who only had four hits and one run cubs had nine hits eight runs I mean, I don't want to make too much of it, but we're going one sixty two and zero this year. I can feel it in my bones.
3: I'm telling you, this is uh, this is the start of the championship party right now, February twenty third. We're gonna party until whatever November twenty seventh or whatever the damn season goes to now. But (laughs) we, we are in it.
0: Thanksgiving Day. Um, the other thing I really liked about today's game, and I, I w- would love to, you guys to weigh in on, on this because in how it relates to Bellinger, which we'll talk about in the second part of the, the show and what's going on with the roster right now, but PCA coming out with the
3: blue hair, which, yep. uh,
0: I mean, I can't say it looks good. I, it, you know, I,
3: well, I, 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 I actually have experience with having blue hair like this and it looks good for about three or four days. And oh, yeah. then it starts to fade, Turns and it green. gets that, that sort of greenish, and, yeah, you you've really got to keep up with it. so yeah, that the blue does not stick around very long for for very much, but
2: I, I, well, it might stick around a little bit longer on on PCA because he's, you know, he's paler than I am, and I'm not, I'm not a dark-skinned person. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, on, on hair that light. Uh, those, those wild colors ask my son who's still growing out purple, that he dyed his hair, uh, four or five years ago. Um, yeah, that stuff
0: sticks around for a while. <laughs> well, if you rem- remember during the pandemic, I I dyed my hair blue and my hair was very long at the time so it looked crazy. It was just it had this long straight blue hair for a little bit and then it turned green then I cut it all off and then, but you know the thing about having blue hair like that, wherever whatever hotel that guy's staying at in uh, Mesa right now is pissed off because every day when they come to redo his room, he's giving them blue pillowcases. He's ruining <laughs> pillowcases yeah. After pillowcase after pillowcase, it's all in the shower there.
2: The thing for me though, like he's, he's a very, very pale person. And like, even his like eyebrows and eyelashes are very, very pale. And so you got like that really dark blue hair comparatively, you know, for him, it's really a dark color. So I think what we really need to do is, is get somebody to give PCA a nice little tube of uh, blue mascara.
0: That would be cool. Yeah, you do.
2: You got to even out the facial features,
0: and you need you need actually some eyeshadow. You need to go deep, like eighties eyeshadow look, like <laughs> almost get into some Tammy Faye Baker territory. Let's draw on some eyebrows. Oh, you're
3: it going was, Tammy Faye Baker. See, I was thinking just like every nineteen eighties hairband. He's he's got the figure for it. He could, and Dang. you know the the tight pants. You know, I'm I'm telling you, he could yeah, he could grow that hair out and uh be singing pour some sugar on me
0: well i tell you I, you know his speed in this game was a real game changer and that's what I. Cow. and you know how they that idea of like speed never slumps and you know those kind of maxims <laughs> about speed
3: they but say it, that until they turn like 32
0: Yeah, not even, (laughs) but, um, you know, with the, with the bigger bases, with the new balk moves, uh, and the pitchers only being able able to throw over a few times. I really feel like having somebody like PCA PCA on this team is going to be incredibly disruptive. And I'm not saying I don't want Cody Bellinger to be the starting center fielder on opening day. I still think that's a pretty good idea, but like peace to have somebody that like pCA who can come in late in the game, who can steal a base for you, who can be a a, a, a plus war player in the field, um, probably a future gold Glover if it keeps going like this i mean it 's just if you have both those guys it it would be so valuable, but seeing PCA play and hit today well I know yeah. it was off the ghost of it was off the ghost of Jesse Chavez but uh, who's on his 10th and seemingly final team in the Major Leagues after this performance we saw today.
3: Uh, Let's talk a minute about PCA and what you're saying. You're saying his speed. I believe I just did. No, but for people who did not see this game, we are going to explain here real quick. If you can imagine, he hit a flare into right center field. Okay. That is a single. That is a, it's always been a single. It's just a single. Nobody goes to second on that ball. And he hit a double on a nothing burger. Like that ball was not hit hard. It was literally a flare out for for nothing and maybe he caught the guys sleeping like they didn't think he was going to go to second, but he absolutely trucked it to second and everybody was just just kind of shocked, like, oh, my God, we thought he was going to be at first. And then there was a ground ball hit to third base. He was on second, and he scored on that ball. You don't score on balls to third base. You might not even run. But <laughs> yeah. he was just like flying around those bases. So, so yeah, that's what we're talking about. So, if you did not get to see this game, and unfortunately, there aren't highlights of him running, I looked for them. Uh, maybe somebody has it on Twitter or something, but uh, the Cubs don't have it. But yeah, it's impressive to see how quickly he can move because, yeah, I mean, it's little stuff like that like a single that's actually a double or uh a grounder to third that should be an out whatever he's and he's at home like it's it's amazing
0: it's it's how you win on the margins when you can take that extra base that you need it's like when you have the speed of let's say somebody like Albert Almora and you're tagging up in the world series <laughs> you know it's it's that kind of blazing blazing speed um. Yeah, I, I let me put the, the lineup back up again Because I, I just the future is bright, folks You know, this. that's kind of what I'm taking away You did see Brendan Davis in this game uh, as well You know, the, it, just to remind you that he was once a prospect Probably right. late in the game is. Yeah, he came in Um, But they let the kids play If you've been looking for that If you have wanted to see the way that Craig Council was going to run things This is it Not only did he you know how like in spring training that oftentimes the guys will just take one at bat at first and then they're out maybe two at bats, depending on how the game goes, you know, Ian Happ took three at bats today. Um, Not that that's going to happen every day. He's probably be off tomorrow or something like that. Morell took three at bats. You know, they're, they were out there kind of raring to go. They seemed ready to go and, and to like work it out. Um, They were working out together. They were playing hard together. Um. It, I, we saw the kids play like we've been wanting to um I mean it, it just was it was like all my dreams and prayers from last year have been answered
3: oh and we actually got to see Morel. he I, he only got one ball over there at third but two made oh you you're right he did get two but this whole thing about oh his his throwing motion is too long you know all that you know he makes up for it with a hundred mile per hour dart to first base. Like he just kind of, he just took his time out there and it does look slow when you're watching his body. And then he, then he fires that ball and it gets him by a step. Like he's just not rushing, you know? And, and honestly, isn't that what you want? Like you don't want a guy out there going too quick, you know? And like, picking up the ball and trying to get it going as fast as possible. He picked it up. He took his time. You know, it looked like he was moving confidently, not fast. And then absolute bullets right across the diamond. Like, you know, it's, it's a totally different look than Nikki six steps.
2: I don't want to, um, like, Totally change the subject, but if somebody in the comments who's who's watching right now can turn on the uh, the, the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks game right now, uh, Hagen Smith, the lefty starter for the Razorbacks, uh, is now through five scoreless innings with 15 strikeouts. Oh wow! And I would like to follow this uh, in the comments yeah. if I can. Somebody, please uh, update us on on how this is going.
3: Yeah, and those are wow. those are real games. College baseball is in action. Uh, my son went to the Oklahoma uh, opener today.
0: Yeah, the the Red Sox were playing a college team today. They actually gave up a couple They played Northwestern. Northeastern. This is,
2: this is crazy. It says every single oh, out he has has come by sense. a strikeout, 13 of them with a slider. He's only at 66 pitches.
0: Oh, my God. So he's, he's struck out everybody he's seen is what you've Everybody. Said. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even I at mean, a college level,
3: at any level.
0: Any level. Yeah. So, uh I guess my takeaway from today and uh, and I will extrapolate today to the rest of the season, I will, because why not? We have one game and it's the SunRays' show, so
3: it's- we we go hard. <laughs> but <laughs> we go hard and we go right very often by, you know, Well, we were texting
0: each other today. Like, IFG, I I forget your exact phrase that you said, but I'll I'll paraphrase of just about like how everybody really always thinks that we're negative about everything. But we're just really realistic. And I just wanted like revel in this particular moment where we're really being positive about good things happening. Yes. Because if they would listen to us more, we wouldn't have these freaking problems.
2: So true. So true. You know, absolutely. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have spent the whole, uh, you know, the first part of last year with Eric Hosmer on first base.
0: No, yeah. well, oh, we might because we 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 seem yeah. Sorry, put the money in the swear. Jar. <laughs> <laughs> if This is your first time t- tuning in. We're trying to keep the the names of E H. And tm off, off of our lips because it's just the way that we've it's it's almost like a knee jerk reaction of complaining, you know. We're we're trying to manifest goodness this year it's, now.
3: Those guys are just the epitome of what all of last year was. Yeah, you know? exactly.
0: I want to let put put last year in the trash because we can. It's all well, different.
3: You know what? Look Before we of- put last year in the trash, I think I think I need to say something. Um, I'm sorry, Jed. I'm sorry. I said all last idiot. year, I, I, I lost it. I was like, Jed Hoyer's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's terrible. He can't evaluate. He doesn't bring... Because I honestly thought he was pulling more strings in that clubhouse and in that dugout than apparently he was. Apparently... He was literally letting uh, David Ross run all of that, which seems odd. Like, I don't know. Like, that just seems crazy. We thought that David Ross was having to, you know, kiss the, the ring and do everything that he was told. But apparently not, because as soon as they got done with that season, they had a chance for counsel. They yank him. And now we see what's happening right off the bat everything that council is talking about is talking about all the stuff that we've been talking about for a year or more. Right. And we're so apparently, apparently that apology was needed because I was wrong. Jeff, yeah. you, I think may have been as frustrated as I was last year and I unfairly blamed you. For all of this. So. Big of you. I'm, well, you know, it, look, if, if I find out I'm right wrong, I'm wrong. Jed, more power to you. Keep it going. Now, uh, how about you sign somebody, you cheap motherfucker? Oh, <laughs> well, that,
0: well, we, we, well, we'll <laughs> talk about that in the second part about, uh, you know, Tom Ricketts' comments uh, this week. They weren't particularly heartening about... The idea that we will, but you know, I like what Joey w, w um says in the chat here. He says, We wasted lots of precious time last year dicking around. I was kind of in explaining this to my nephew about Craig Council and what he brings to the Cubs as a manager. And I likened it to when I'm like, Do you remember Joe Madden's attitude is what I said to him. I'm like how Joe Madden kind of ran everything real well. And the players really played hard for him, and he seemed to always make the right moves except for that one time when he pulled Kyle Hendricks in the World Series and like Well, really,
3: he that that was right on brand. He we called him Captain Hook. He pulled yeah. everyone early.
0: Yeah. So he, that was just
2: He lost a World Series for the Rays the same way.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and and so like uh but I'm like in that same way, Joe was it and still probably would be, a very talented manager of people and can definitely get more out of his players than your average manager, certainly more than David Ross did. And, you know, David Ross just did not have the experience. I'm not saying David Ross will never be a good manager, but let him be a bench coach, coach first, for Christ's sakes. Let him let him, let him, him ride the bus in the minor leagues like you made Samberg yeah. do and then you screwed him over, but at least he gave a statue in the end.
3: Let yeah, let him coach people he didn't play with. Right. Right? Like get let him, him
2: learn from a coach, <laughs> you know, from the perspective of somebody trying to be a coach. Like he wasn't in a train the trainers course. He was just a catcher.
0: Yeah which we all thought would be probably a good like precursor to being a decent manager. and I, And that's why I'm not going to write David Ross off. Like, listen, I was excited when David Ross became a manager. I think we right. all kind of were like, this makes sense. And
3: then it just kept, like, getting exposed. Well, I think I good. am going to write him off, but not because he couldn't have ever done it. But the same reason that, like, You know, sometimes they pull guys up and they're overmatched and it messes with their confidence and they, you know, and then they struggle. And it's a it's a head thing more than a a talent thing. And I don't know. I don't know if David Ross will recover from this or if he'll even want to.
0: Yeah, he might be like, you know what? (laughs) This job sucks. (laughs)
3: Exactly. (laughs) He's like, I was I was out there for 185 days straight, and everyone saw that I was doing it wrong, and they all told me about it every day.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it was a lot of fun to watch today. Hopefully, we see more of this. I mean, obviously, tomorrow's another day. But it's the baseball season. Mm-hmm. just going to keep going from here on in, uh, have it every day, and we'll be knee-jerk reactioning to all of it, but it was certainly nice to have it back on today. Um, you know, even though I did... <laughs> I will say this, like when Mervis got picked off, um, uh, I forget who was in the booth at the time, uh, but they they had Boog, JD, and oh, it was uh, Carter Hawkins was in the <laughs> booth at the time when Mervis got picked off. So they showed Mervis getting picked off, but instead of showing a replay of what happened, so you'd be like, what happened? How do you get caught sleeping? They they trained back on Boog and Carter and Jet and JD sitting in the booth and I'm like oh Marquee mid season form great job guys we really want to just see these middle aged men instead of like young men playing baseball like
3: just young great. men playing baseball and see through uniforms I mean come yeah. on I I think we know where the camera's supposed to be pointed
0: yeah <laughs> and pan <laughs> up pan up if you don't want to get that rating. <laughs> you X-rated uh, So anyway, it was wonderful to have back But why don't we take just a, a short break real quick And uh, we'll be right back Hashtag chance in the chat And uh, this is a commercial for Patreon A reminder that after the show tonight We will be over on the Discord Hanging out it, it, over there with the other super ranters And uh, tonight I actually have a topic for us Because it was a little bit of a talker around MLB Which is Expansion do you see that they're they're looking to expand possibly the – I guess they said the National League. We'll talk about it over in the Discord later on tonight. But uh, why don't you join us at patreon.com slash Become a super rantor? We'd really appreciate it. Keeps the lights on here at the podcast. Um, and here's a commercial for it. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a Super Ranter at patreon.com slash sonranto where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sunranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sunranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a Super Ranter today. If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your t shirts from In The Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Dansby, Sam, Morel too. Clark Fly in his double U. Cody Bellinger, smoking Deuce. Vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico. You'll look sharp wearing your stroll. 10% off with the code S O N R A N T O. S O N R A N T O. InTheClutch.com is your store for the most fun baseball shirts on the planet. Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO to knock a couple bucks off your purchase. Stack or die, we need more cups. Get it all at In The Clutch. Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch, buy t-shirts from In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Okay. We are back and we actually have a little bit of news about that ball game that we're tracking, um, from David Elliott. Thank you for uh, clocking this for us. Top of the sixth, the first out for OSU was a ground out. It was a close play at first. Could have called them safe to keep it rolling. Um, but, uh, it's 16 strikeouts now. So he, th- this dude is rolling. Now, who is this pitcher? Uh,
2: his name is Hagan Smith. Uh, I, Somebody tagged me on Twitter like, hey, follow this. It's really interesting. Um, I don't know anything about him other than that. I, I don't really follow college uh, baseball, but.
0: No, awesome. I can't do it because of the stupid dink of the bat. Dink! <laughs> you know, it's like, I like it. It just sounds wrong to me. You need to crack.
2: crack. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I just don't really have a rooting interest. I never went to college. So I never. Yeah, got yeah
3: exactly. Me either. The problem um, I have with college baseball is that I live right here university of iowa i'm a hawkeye fan i have been to three games and i have not made it through all nine innings because it's too damn cold <laughs> holy crap every time i go it is freezing because they're playing in february and march and like they're well, done and they're done when it starts to get warm and it sucks.
0: Well, maybe that's why he's at 17 strikeouts through six now because it is 23 degrees and snowing and nobody can hit. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be why. I'd be interested to look into it. I do want to bring up in the clutch one more time uh, because not only am I wearing this incredible, uh, we need more cups shirt that is available right now. It was on sale for a while. They, those of you got guys, guys that caught that sale, it was, went from twenty. It was twenty bucks for a while. And um so I'll I'll definitely keep my eyes peeled on that but I wanted to point out this great new Chance shirt if you didn't see at the beginning of the show this is from the Sun Ranto collection which by the way we're going to be adding to this whole collection. See the Chance shirt these are some of their other uh shirts that they already offered including the yeah. We Need More Cup shirt. But you can go to in sun sunranto And uh yeah, Joey loves their shirts. Yeah, I I really do too. They're very comfortable and uh they're, I think, they're fitting to a man of my stature. Let's just yeah, put it that way.
3: Exactly. They, they they fit right. They don't grab too too much. In you do hug the where I roles. don't
0: need to be hugged. You know
3: what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think Bernie, I think she was saying she bought that one. I don't know which that one is in the Swanson one. And she yes. did use the code.
0: Oh, so. cool. Yeah. A couple bucks off with uh, that code. Sunranto is the code. And um, I and uh, I know IFG is really you're excited about. This one's going to be added to our collection real soon. Within the next couple of days, oh, they're, they're working out the the kinks right now on the Mordecai Brown twirling <laughs> hand.
2: the kinks is what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I cannot wait to wear this. Put to The plater, I love that. It's just so good. This you know,
3: is yeah, I, I I I'm going to have to get that one. <laughs> yeah. It's just incredible. I just love it
0: so much. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but you know, a guy like me, uh that really is just right up my alley. Um this show is brought to you by In the Clutch. It's also brought to you by Matt Camera's permanent paintings. One lucky Patreon uh member will win a uh Matt Camera permanent paintings Ron Santo uh print oh that's not it there it is there's a uh, ron santo over the map of uh chicago just an incredible uh, Gorgeous. Piece of art i and, might
3: actually just have to buy that one because i'm not eligible you. to win this so yeah I, I feel like i might have to just go buy that one you, I,
0: you I, could I, be if you'd subscribe s- to patreon michael <laughs> then you could <laughs> yourself you'd have a chance a one in 109 people chance to win that incredible and plus you could also win it in the clutch t-shirt that you won't have to buy the Frank Chance or the Browns twirling hand
3: so I I feel like this is the for that would be like for the lottery for me you know I'm just throwing money at it (laughs) there's
0: so, uh, hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win the Frank Chance postcard sent to me by you with the message "love and love and doom." But uh, we got to get into. There's some new Cubs we didn't see him today. Um, are minor league signings. Of course, it freaked everybody out because everybody's waiting for Cody Bellinger, waiting Cody for Cody Bellinger. Instead, we got uh, David Peralta and Dominic Smith, and I and I saw instantly, IFG, that you were. Uh, we're looking into David Peralta and found some great stuff on him. Uh, I'm I'm
2: obsessed. Okay, so like everybody knows, it's almost a meme at this point. If there is a, you know, middle aged mediocre corner outfielder, I'm immediately going to be their biggest fan, right? But <laughs> as far as I can see, he's pretty great. Um, David Peralta is really well loved, uh, especially in Arizona. He was a Diamondback. I, I have to show this. Oh, and
3: we, and, and we know that uh, Tom loves the Diamondbacks, so that makes oh, total yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, Tom Ricketts <laughs> is a huge Diamondbacks fan. He's like, let's get that Peralta fella. He seems like a, a, a real catch.
2: So in 2020, during the pandemic, um, I, I guess, well, first of all, David Peralta, he likes to uh, bring teddy bears to kids at the Children's Hospital. So he's like the oh. guy, he goes to the children's hospital, he brings brings teddy bears to the kids. So 2020, pandemic's going on, no people in the stands. Every team is trying to figure out how to make baseball feel a little bit more normal. So David Peralta goes to the team and he's like, what if we filled the entire outfield with teddy bears, put jerseys on them to uh, promote the Diamondbacks uh, youth jerseys program that, that provides jerseys to... Uh, underprivileged kids in baseball programs. And every time the Diamondbacks hit a home run into that section, they donated $1,000 to their play ball program.
3: Oh, that's excellent.
0: Wasn't there some video of one of these Bears getting absolutely destroyed by a a ball at some point during that
3: year? If there's not, I, I was literally just thinking that, Danny. I was like, oh my god. I want to see what happened when a ball went into the teddy bear land.
2: (laughs) i will have to look that. I have to go find that. Um, But but yeah, no, he's he's so well loved, especially the kids love him. Uh, He does this like his his nickname is Freight Train. He does this little choo choo thing around. I like Freight Train.
3: That's a good. He's
2: a choo choo guy. So I, I found this video of him reading nice tweets about himself uh, when he was on the Dodgers and they had a little choo choo counter to, to mark how many times he did the little choo choo thing. And, and, but like the kids love him. Look, here's a picture of him when he was still on the D backs, a little girl wearing the number six freight train shirt. It's, Aww. it's adorable the, he is so wholesome and delightful. And I don't care if he never hits a baseball in his life. He's, I'm a huge fan.
0: I mean he's he's pretty much outfield depth for the team which yeah. and I thought about it in two ways cuz we pick up Peralta and I'll put his numbers up uh, and he's had a long career. I mean it I was kind of shocked when I saw like uh how long, it's 10 years in the bigs. He was with Arizona for a long time and then uh, a little bit of time with the Rays and the Dodgers for a little bit of time. Last year um I doubt he's going to get back to his 30 home runs. Uh, that he hit back in 2018, and when he hit 293, had an 868 OPS. I'm doubt. I doubt we're getting that guy. with you know who we've got now is an OPS plus of 81, 91, slightly below average player, maybe around average. Like kind of last bit of uh, of what's in the tank, but he's got some slug. He's a lefty. He plays first base. He plays outfield. Um, and I wonder if he, along with Dominic Smith, who also is a depth piece, is there partially to move the hand of Scott Boris to be like, hey, listen, we've got Matt Mervis. We've got uh, this new guy, Bush. We, and if that doesn't work out and we those guys need more time, we've got Peralta, we've got Dominic Smith, yeah. we, we've got people that can fill this. You know, Yeah, Danny,
3: I was actually going to bring that up because uh, Danny did a Cubs pod the other day and was talking about this and talking about these minor league signings and what they really mean versus it doesn't mean that we're not getting Bellinger or not trying. It actually is more motivation and – more depth in case we don't get him. I thought you did a a really good job. And you only get that if you are a Patreon supporter. But Danny yeah. put that out the other day. He was walking around the cemetery as he does talking about this topic and I thought you did a really good job of explaining what it actually meant when the Twitterverse and social media was going insane. Well, I losing can see their like, minds.
0: Well, uh, let me ask you guys. Uh, I mean, when you saw these signs, cause they happened right next to each other, like Dominic Smith came in and we saw things like this online, which was hilarious. Uncle Jeff, who I, it's just a great, uh, Twitter mm. follow EB softball has that famous spider man meme. And this time there is what, uh, seven different Spider-Men and they're all pointing at each other. And, <laughs> There's Dom Smith pointing at Eric Hosmer. Oh, put it in the swear jar. Yeah. Pointing at David <laughs> Peralta. Pointing at Trey Mancini. Another swear jar. Pointing at Jonathan VR. Pointing at Eric Sogard. Remember him? Andrelton Simmons is, makes the the rounds in here, and it's just like
3: I forgot about Andrelton Simmons.
0: But if you see if you see that uh, you know these guys is all being the same thing. That's exactly what they are. The problem is these are supposed to be depth signings to in case it doesn't <laughs> work out that you have somebody to play the position that you need. You know, the we the just problem is
3: them. our old manager kept promoting those guys to the starting positions yeah. instead of uh, younger players that probably could have grown into those spots and been better.
0: I I so let me so let me ask you is that how you feel about it? Like IFG is like when you saw this were you like, oh God, they're just doing it to us again or were you like actually, this is okay.
2: I mean, I I was the same as I've been for the last few years, which is, you know, deeply understanding on a spiritual level that the Cubs are not probably ever going to sign a star player again as long as I live.
0: Yeah. Or at least as long as Tom Ricketts
2: runs the show around these places. Because why – Spend two hundred million dollars on a player that you know is good, when you can spend fifty cents on somebody who's most likely going to be fairly mediocre. When all you really need to be is fairly mediocre to get into the playoffs.
0: Exactly, yep. and he and he brought that up in his. It wasn't really a press conference, but it was you know all the press were talking him outside of Slade. And I think what you're referring to is when he brought up the Diamondbacks as pretty much his modus operandi going forward as like the thing to be which is to win 84
3: games and go to the
0: world series somehow in the well, new
2: and then lose to a team that spent money i yeah.
3: was i was just going to say i love how he omitted the fact that they lost to the team that spent like a half a billion dollars the season before like that the that rangers team Has a lot of money on that team. They are, and and, lo and behold, they're very good. And they're probably going to be very good again this year. The Diamondbacks, hmm, not sure they're going to be very good this year. But the Rangers will be.
0: Well, I I also like this, uh, just real quick, I want to put up about... uh, Dominic, the Dominic Smith signing is that this went out there. I forget who posted this, but <laughs> it was a meme that I saw going around. It's like, mom, can we have Cody Bellinger? No, there's Cody Bellinger at home. And then the Cody Bellinger at home is Dominic Smith. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a visual one for the podcast people, but it, that's pretty much how it feels. And Dominic Smith is like, he's not even as good as Peralta. Um, I He had one good year with the Mets. Um, 2020. So he was one of those weird dudes that did awesome when everybody was dying. He was good. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's a lefty. He's, a, he's got some pop in the bat, 58 career home runs in 600 games. So, you know, it's, it, but it's not that good in his whole career. He's got a 97 OPS plus 721 OPS. He's, he's a decent, you know, utility, you know, he's a usable piece to your team, but he certainly, you don't want him to be your starter. And I don't think you want Peralta to, to be your starter at this point in his
3: career either. Well, and I, I think that's why these signings didn't really move the needle for me at all, because of what Craig council has been saying. I've been paying attention to that. And the way that he seems to want to run this made me just like, okay, well, yeah, these are just depth guys. There there's, They're not signing these guys to be the guys. And in past years, that's what they were doing. And that was terrible. And so I can understand if Cubs fans have some PTSD and they see these signings and then they freak out. Because, I mean, literally, we've had three, four years of it where we've had these these kind of signings. And then those guys are in the starting lineup opening day yeah but that's not the way Craig Council is going to run this team, and he's made it pretty clear that he wants to see some of these younger guys, but you do have to fill out your team i mean yeah well and and they did sign Dansby
0: Swanson last year who who got himself a new nickname this week um
3: <laughs> they, they made their own nicknames up I'm
2: sorry, but you don't get to nickname yourself
3: <laughs> no you don't you, you and just and. Don't. And also, that's a dumb
0: nickname. I'm like, I'm sorry. Nickels and dimes is the stupidest nickname I've ever heard in my life. Um, I don't really know how they came up with it. I, I guess Nico, it sounds like nickel.
3: I don't know where yeah, dime see, comes from. That's what I was going to say. Nickel kind of makes sense, but dimes? Dan's, the D is the only thing that has anything to do with dimes.
0: Yeah, so... Um so yeah I, I I wasn't really a fan of it but I I did think it was pretty hilarious that they called themselves Nickels and Dimes right after the Dominic Smith and Peralta signings because people could instantly make hay of that. And so th- th- I saw this going on right away, which people Photoshop <laughs> tweeting out a picture of Tom Ricketts and Jed Hoyer that says, uh, say hello to nickel and dimes. <laughs> is
3: it is so good. good.
0: Um, and speaking of, uh, nicknames, did you know that Dominic Smith's nickname is sloth bear? Okay. So we have <laughs>
2: sloth bear and choo-choo train. I'm very into this. I, yeah.
0: Sloth bear, choo-choo train, nickel, dimes. Well,
3: and, um, and maybe bluehead. we can get a bunch of those sloth bears to hit baseballs at, like stuffed ones, not real ones. Stuffed teddy sloth bears.
0: Well, it, well, it's not, uh, you know, to, ha- to be a baseball player, an athlete of really any kind, nicknamed sloth bear, does not really bode well for your performance on the field. Like, is this. this guy? I mean, you know. Uh, sloth bears, they move slow And they just sit there and eat and
3: sleep I honestly don't They're know What a sloth bear is they are
0: cute,
3: that, really cute. It, it looks like a sloth Wearing a bear costume It's like Halloween for sloths like, I'm going to be a bear this year I've never heard of this animal before But it, I, it's awesome looking It's blue I didn't well, know animals were blue
0: it just might be the lighting. Uh, I, I, you know, I think uh if you look at that sloth bear's uh, weird ass fingers. Now, if Dominic Smith has hands that
3: look like sloth bear's hands, I could see that being kind of useful on the field. Those are like uh flojo fingernails. Yeah, that's come. a that's a that's, <laughs> that's a, a shot for the <laughs> for the young kids. Hey, for all you For all you Olympians
0: from the 90s, you know. Florence
3: Griffith joined her with those super long fingernails that she had. They were amazing.
0: Aerodynamic. Um, So anyway. uh,
3: She would just just hack off people's Achilles while they were running.
0: (laughs) So um, the uniforms truly look as terrible as we reported on last week and we were early on that by the way like we instantly like we led the show with see-through pants and terrible uniforms last last week and boy and it really took off like all week it just kept avalanching and snowballing before it was like on the cover of USA Today like yesterday or something like that
3: <laughs> it's just yet, yet again sunranto show cutting edge of all the topics that make the news much later. <laughs>
0: so, exactly. Well, they look bad, right? I mean, I saw them in action today and they just, they look cheap. They make everybody look skinny to me. Oh my
3: God. Yeah, there's Canario. Canario. The um, the, the four is not even in the center of his name. It doesn't look like.
2: Nope. It's not in the center of the, of the shirt. It's not even straight up and down, as far as I can tell, on the shirt. Uh, the canario is not centered to the fore. It's it looks the canario is, is tiny, itty-bitty, teeny-tiny little letters. I, I sometimes buy uh, children-size uh, jerseys um, because I'm, I'm kind of a shorter person, and I think these letters are actually smaller than last year's child-size jerseys.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I've the- noticed it. That- the ladies' jerseys are usually smaller letters,
3: too, sometimes. It and that, looks you know, really weird there. because the numbers are still the same size. Like, maybe if they had made the numbers a little smaller at the same time.
2: Well, then you wouldn't be able to see shit from the third deck <laughs> when you would just looking down. Who is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, they really look bad. They look flimsy, and... Um, it, and we're being gaslit by MLB right now um, because MLB is saying that they're the oh no they're the same as last year they're just uh, you know the totally materials the same Every, everything's the same you guys aren't you guys aren't noticing you just were forget I'm like we're being gaslit I'm like this uh, is what
2: they're saying about the pants right about the see through pants. pants
0: yeah they're like yeah, no they're, they're the, the same. Tot- you know, no no
2: the same totally dress. the same I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry. I, I have had a strong interest in the details of baseball pants for as long as I can remember. If we could see through <laughs> baseball pants last year, I would have told you.
0: Exactly. I'm like, oh, but well then why didn't nobody bring it up last year? Cause I guarantee they freaking would have.
3: Yeah. I have never seen pants <laughs> where you can literally see how long the shirt is. Yeah. Now, never now seen that before.
2: every once in a while, if you, you know, the, the Cubs don't really do a solid white, Pant right. Our our pants have pinstripes on them, so it kind of changes how they appear. But in a solid white pant, anybody who wears a bra regularly will tell you that if you wear a solid white bra under a solid or white shirt, you're gonna see the outline because white shining through white against skin—it's like you're, you'll just see it. Um, but at no point like last year were could we like read the name written in sharpie on their Calvin's.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Or who wasn't wearing Calvin's? I I had a tweet go super viral. I mean, just this thing really took off. And apparently, it got mentioned on SiriusXM Radio Baseball Talk. And like this tweet, I don't know if you saw it, Michael, or IFG. I don't know if you saw what I put out yesterday. So I did in uh, Pat Hughes' voice. um, I just (laughs) tweeted this out. I said, Players are wearing blue socks and shoes, see-through trousers, different brands and colors of underwear. And, Ron, some players appear to not be wearing underwear. And then I have Cooper say, that's right, Pat. That's
2: right, Pat. <laughs> and everybody <laughs>
0: loved it. At the time of this, right, it, it had 1.4 thousand likes on it, and it doubled since then. And um, so somebody uh, texted, you can't unsee it. Or we'll get to that, but, you know, the oh, cup- The Cubs' new unfortunate slogan.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's something. uh, Sorry, there's something really interesting to me. You know the way that uh, that MLB is trying to gaslight us. You know, oh no, pants, same pants. It's been like for forever. Well, one of those one of those pants photos that are going around is actually a nice little object lesson. Uh, This one here, we have these these nice gentlemen from the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, The the one on on the the right. Uh, you can see is very clearly, plainly wearing some uh, some nice, like, mid-length Nike-branded, uh, probably black uh, skivvies there.
0: Boxer it, briefs, I would boxer say. Boxer
2: briefs. And uh, the gentleman on, on the left, Austin Hedges, uh, who didn't play for the Cleveland Guardians last year but did the year before that, is wearing a very plainly different uniform. The the hem on the sleeve is different. The fabric is different if you zoom in. It's a nice textured fabric that the jerseys were a couple years ago. You'll note I have no idea what color his underpants are.
0: (laughs) You can't tell. Yeah. Same
2: studio lighting. They are standing right next to each other. I'm sorry, MLB. You are lying to us.
0: Yeah, you can see his underwear quite clearly through his pants. It is absolutely true. Um I got a an early TFC in a in a reply. I've just got to b- bring this up with Jose Orlando Mercado, a, a, a longtime ranter and friend uh, down in Puerto Rico. He replied to I was just dying le- laughing after he replied to my Pat Hughes uh, tweet um like this. He goes, "Ron, it appears that Dansby Swanson is wearing a black thong," and then Luke, <laughs> Luke Purcell kept it going. Ron, did you ever wear a black thong back in your playing days? Well, there was this one time, and then it kept going. And, and Jose says, I was in the middle of the 0 for 30 slump, so I decided to wear a sexy little black G-string that manager Tom Kelly gave me after the bachelor party of our bullpen coach. I went three for four that day with a home run at five RBI. <laughs> and then he goes, now, Ron, did you find in your Latin career the Latin American players seem to be circumcised at a lower rate than the others as we are seeing on the field today? That's right, Pat. Some things never change. And, like, <laughs> this freaking thread just kept going on here. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Because <laughs> you can so clearly hear Pat Hughes and Rod Coomer's voice in your head at any time you want to, if you can have them say anything you want, which made me wish that I had, like – an AI Pat Hughes that would say anything I wanted anytime.
3: any time. Oh maybe, yeah. Maybe
0: someday we could work on that. Um, well, can we, I, uh, there's one,
2: going. did did anybody see, uh, uh, Adam Jones's tweet?
0: No, no. no.
2: I, I, Somebody says, are you glad you retired before MLB introduced see-through pants? <laughs> he says, ah, I'd love to be playing and I didn't wear anything under. So these white pants,
3: <laughs> lots Eye of ball. eyeballs <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I well, mean can you imagine like I mean there, there are definitely branding opportunities there's some sponsorship Haynes, Food Loom
3: Jockey. You, you were talking about the whole black thong thing but didn't Jason Giambi have the gold thong that yeah. he that they shared if you were having a slump there was a gold thong in the in the clubhouse that you could wear, and now nowadays it. we would know who was slumping just based on what they were wearing.
2: So true. I think uh, I think it would be a really good idea. You know how the guys wear those those like compression leggings, you know, to keep themselves warm, keep their blood pumping, and stuff. I think it would be great if they uh, took advantage of the transparent uniforms to just wear increasingly insane pattern compression leggings. They should. Oh, yeah.
0: Just to prove MLB is lying.
2: Just just <laughs> bananas looking, like, patterns, big, big pink hearts. This uh, totally makes
3: sense for uh, Wrigley in April, too. Like, you want to stay warm.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Why not do it wearing, like, robot armor? Or, <laughs> you know, I, the only problem with this, and, and especially wearing this at, at Wrigley Field, as we know... Um, is yeah, we would have to wonder who the first person is to like be fined for wearing a Venezuelan flag on their pants.
0: Exactly. Um, right. And uh, Nico and Dansby are going to have to change their nickname to Nicholson Dongs. If- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Perfect. You caught her right when she was drinking. <laughs>
0: I I was was sitting on that one for a moment. I was like, "Oh, I think I got one."
3: Maybe that is how they got the name. Maybe Dansby's packing a a roll of dimes. Yeah, he's got a roll of dimes. (laughs) It's not a compliment, Dansby.
2: Oh, lord.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it,
2: it's we are going to hell, guys.
0: <laughs> we really are. Um, the last thing I want to bring up about the uniforms, because it really has been wild, is that there's been speculation that uh we're gonna get we're getting a, a uniform patch and it'll be a sponsor. And you can and they speculated this because as you can see. I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but you see Imanaga and Seiya Suzuki standing here back-to-back, and there's nothing on their sleeve. Now, today on the game, they had the walking bear on the sleeve, but I guess the other sleeve had nothing. So everybody's saying there's going to be a new uniform patch, and I like IFG's idea to go along with the new pants. uh, We're going to do the wiener's circle. I like that. (laughs) So... Or they can sponsor I'm, the pants as
2: another pants joke. Fully, I I think if they're gonna do uh, a a sponsored patch on on the jersey, in all seriousness, you know, I don't I don't feel as bad about it as a lot of people do. I know there's a lot of people who who just are opposed to the idea of putting any you know advertisement on on the uniform, especially something as iconic and beautiful as the the Wrigley Field pinstripes, but. Uh, yeah, I watch a lot of sports. that put a lot of ads on uniforms. It's not going to break my heart all that much, but I do think that if they do it, I like when the the uniform advertisement patch that's chosen really fits the team. Like the Rakuten Monkeys have monkey shoulder Scotch as their thing, so it says monkey shoulder, and there's some monkeys on there, and like it's a whole monkeys thing, so it works. And I think it, I think if you're if you're in Chicago and and you're an ad, you're putting an ad on the Chicago Cubs then it should be something that is Chicago related. So I think if you're doing like Malort or uh, the old style logo would look gorgeous.
0: There were a few, uh, yeah, the, there was a few mock-ups. This guy, Johnny, at Superbook Unit. I don't know who See, this is. See, I don't
2: was. think anybody would be mad about the old-style logo. Old-style like, not, looks not
0: beautiful. That looks beautiful. I'm sorry. I kind of want that old-style patch. I'm going right? to get an old-style patch.
3: That old-style does look good. The problem is Budweiser would, like, lose their shit. They're like, that's our bleachers. You can't have old-style.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, those. The, that well, then been the they path.
2: can buy the advertisement spot on the jersey.
0: Leave, yeah, and then I, I I like the Vienna beef. Yeah, that but works. I don't want we- a
3: Budweiser patch. I want an old style patch.
2: So well,
0: true. Here's the beautiful thing about um, our competition that we're having is you know our uh, our project project warning, warning track. track. As you can see, I'm wearing my captain's hat. This is making its debut on the berm on Monday. Um as you can see, it's just – and it is – my freaking neighbor, Don, he hot-glued this to the hat, but he was drunk, and it's freaking crooked. He put it
2: <laughs>
0: on. Oh, yeah, I know. It's driving me nuts, so I, I'm afraid to rip it off because, you know, then I don't want to rip the fabric or anything, but it's fine. I mean, it look, is it bothering you that it's cro- – does it look crooked?
3: Mm-hmm. Nah. I, I can't tell on now camera. I,
0: All right. Well, anyway, this is a Project Warning Track hat that I've made, and, you know – Get an old style patch and so yeah, on. Mean, I got a
2: yeah. road gray here. I got, I mean, like this has got ten miles of real estate on it. I could put Malord old style and a wiener circle on this
0: thing. Yeah, but-, <laughs> yeah. but um. Anyway, like I we you can if you want a jersey without a Budweiser patch on it, you want an old style patch on it. No one's stopping you from doing it. Like you know, you can just go one on. You know
3: look here's here's the only issue i think last year the patches you would have been able to like i don't know cut them off but i think this year it's just melted on there right just heat stamped on so you would have to heat stamp something over it which kind of sucks in the dryer
2: all the letters will fall off it'll be fine
3: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: and what are you wearing, IFG? Did you make that? Is this your Morel? Uh,
2: this is a work in progress. Yeah. This is my Christopher Morel, like it was a Eight. size 5X or something. Yeah. So I cut it down. It, this thing went like down almost to my knees, right? Yeah. So I cut the bottom off and turned that into a hood. And, uh, and so right now the sleeves are still sleeves, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to split the sleeves, cut them to about half to make them more like flat. Love align it. the whole thing with this nice warm fleece fabric that I've oh. had in my closet for a long time. I, um, so I like that, and
3: I really like how your hood is actually draping on your head. Like I think that right. actually, oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I want it It's not as
3: good when you're you're hiding your face, no, but it's, the,
2: it's, it's a long floppy like with yeah. It, it's not like yeah that hood. that hood
3: is really impressive. I I I really like that. It's coming along. a like really nicely. Thank
2: you so much. Like little um, but, red.
3: You need a
0: basket, like so you're like little red. Exactly. The little red riding hood. You know. The whole thought
2: the, behind this is that the Cubs are coming here to Seattle in April, and it's probably going to be cold outside, and I don't want my jersey, my Morel jersey, to be covered up by a jacket. So I'm just going to make the jersey my my outerwear. It'll be nice. Well, Bernie
0: Baron says cute. I agree. I think it looks great. Thank you, Bernie uh okay for furlong in the chat talking about the underwear jerseys this banana hammock sponsored by chiquita bananas <laughs> oh god we're really going there um so anyway yeah we're we're in for some changes but hey maybe that uh
3: there's a new banana patches, ball in town
0: maybe those patches can cover up some of the things that need covering up on the New Jerseys. Uh, they'll be Strategically placed patches on the pants to cover That's up. That's why, on. you know,
2: the wiener's circle, right where you need it.
3: Right where you need it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, well, that would be perfect.
0: Oh anyway, this season's off to a freaking awesome start. Um, Rogue, Wave, Rogue Wave Creative says Manscaped Sponsorship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them... St- <laughs> Uh, don't let them see what you got. Good man. Well, uh,
0: well, we're going to take another quick break and we're going to talk about the Cubs new slogan and please become a Patreon supporter and join us on the discord. It's Patreon only over there. We're going to hang out after the show tonight and talk uh, a little bit more about everything that's going on with baseball, especially like the idea of the concept of realignment. But I, I do want to say that we, there's a lot of stuff that you can buy through the Sun Ranto links. And, um, so what you do is go, you go to sunranto.com slash stuff for Amazon, sunranto.com slash shopping for MLB, Fanatics, um, Lids, uh, uh, Fans Edge, all sorts of stuff. There's even freaking uh, condoms. That you can buy over there. So, um, why don't you uh, just, if you're shopping for anything Cubs related, uh, please think of us. If you shop on Amazon, please think of us and go to sunrancer.com and do it. So, we're gonna play a couple quick commercials just to remind everybody out there in Patreon land to do it. So, hey, uh,
3: Danny, real quick though, yeah, let's. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna do because we forgot at the last break. The
3: who's, who's that? that? Alright, we got a pitcher and uh, generally pitchers are really hard, but I feel like this one might be easy for people. Yeah.
0: High leg kick. For the podcast mm-hmm. listeners, uh, this guy has his leg is, well, he's a righty pitcher and his leg is quite high up and you can see the Reynolds wrap uh, tarp in the background. So it's, oh. it's been a it's since that's been a sponsor so it's not a it's not a real old i think i might know who this is um high leg kick think it think of who it might be so when we come back we'll tell you who it is uh but please answer in the chat if you think you know right now and hashtag chance in the chat of course as always we'll be right back Stuff. Hey Cubs fans, at Amazon.com do you buy lots of stuff? stuff. Why not support the Sunranto Show by shopping through sunranto.com slash All you gotta do is fill your cart at Amazon with lots of stuff. Then before you check out with all of that wonderful stuff, head on over to sunranto.com slash our Amazon links before you buy your checkout Check out like you normally would with all that beautiful stuff. And the Sun Ranto Show will get a small kickback because of the stuff you bought. And you'll be helping in the Sun Ranto Show. Buy all the stuff. We need to stay on the air talking about the cubs and Plus, you could win a monthly prize if some of
1: your stuff is chosen for Amazon stuff, stuff. of the month. And if you win, we'll
0: send you more stuff. Sunranto.com
1: stuff. That address again is sunranto.com stuff.
2: Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee or a run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Mastroboni? If you have, I have just the place for you, the Cubs PS Plus podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, North Side numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts. And on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus, a spin on the baseball metric OPS Plus. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here
0: we go. And we are back. So we had a lot of correct answers in the chat here about who this was. And yep. um, let's see. The, we'll just pick one of them uh, here. Tom Cooper was correct.
3: He was it the was. first one. It's Jake Arietta. Now, there it is. I thought this would be a little bit easier for people because of the hat. His, you know, back when he was with the Cubs, that flat bill hat and beard was kind of the, his silhouette was kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. So, uh, good job, everybody. We had a couple of correct answers out there. Uh, who else, who else had a correct answer? Um, we, uh, Dominic had a correct answer. Um, CM Spooner said, Carry Wood, incorrect. And, um, Uh, bernie baron uh
3: chimed in no "No clue clue. she had no (laughs) idea who it was (laughs) so um, the the pictures are really hard i thought like using that one i thought maybe it would be a little easier because of the hat thing but obviously i'm the only one that remembers the whole jake Arietta silhouette hat thing
0: so um the cubs They unleashed their new slogan for the 2024 (laughs) campaign. And, you know, it it was not without, um, uh, let's say, some unfortunate controversy that happened right away. I'll just put up the picture here real quick. Um, It's it's, you have to see it. But when it was on Twitter and you saw it, uh, you know, kind of up close, let me put it up kind of how it looked because the capital I of it. Looks like an L, so it looks like it says you have to clit, and you so have everybody,
2: to clit. you it's everybody, just good advice. It's, it, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really,
0: it's great advice for everybody, um, but you know, I it's it's just hilarious to me that uh, not only would they just they it's cause it's the letter C and then the capital I and then T for the podcast listener. If you didn't know about any of this stuff, but it's like, um, the, the thing is for then the, the Cubs changed it. Cause they're like, Oh God, we screwed up. It looks like it says clit. Oh God. Oh no. What did we do now? What they could have done instead of just giving in to us, immature idiots who, I mean, because really, we were being immature, like we were, (laughs) like we were ten years old. You know what I mean? Like laughing at this stuff. They could have just gone, like, "You guys, please grow up." But just don't
3: even
2: mention it. Just Uh, certainly, the thing you shouldn't have done was acknowledge it by changing it.
0: Changing it, yeah. So they (laughs) changed it to see it. But meanwhile, it turns out that, you know, when uh, they ran a ticket uh, promotion where they were giving away free tickets to April games, and they've got a ton of printed materials that have – well, it's it's the regular – it's it's the um the thing that i put up before with that it's you have to see it which is more obvious when it is put in this way but it's only on twitter where it looks like it it says you uh you have to click but i thought this was funny robin nettis who's a a ranter and a, and a, a very great like long-time bleacher Bomb, she said <laughs> in in reference to the cubs new slogan the men will never find it obviously or this would have never been approved and craig Sturdivant says Find what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what this reminds me of. Okay, I watch a lot of baseball in MPB. Um, one of the teams that I, I watch a lot of is the Chunichi Dragons. It's the the team that that Kosuke Fukudome played on uh, when he retired, and uh, and there was one year, um, they dropped their slogan. Um, you know they are the they are the Chunichi Dragons. Um, and so they they Did their slogan announcement for the year? (laughs) Grab the D. (laughs) Apparently, it's a little blue. Um,
0: I love how the guy, like the picture of the guy in the background, sitting (laughs) in the
2: dark, like on the edge of his bed, like pointing. And it it looks like he's downward. He looks very ashamed of himself.
3: And he looks like he's using two hands to grab the D.
2: You know, he's he's
3: very impressive.
2: Very efficient. And um, I begged, I pleaded. I said, dear God, nobody tell them until I get a T-shirt.
3: Oh, my God. Is that that's amazing. That's of what somebody
2: did tell them and they changed it to like one blue or something. But grab the D.
0: I do wonder if joe <laughs> I do wonder if Joe at obvious shirts would make me you have to clit shirt. I don't know I mean I might get kicked out of the stadium for wearing it, but you know I kind of want one it's a little dirty, I don't know, but I think it should be our slogan. I just like I, I, think time that should, com- I think if i
2: think i think if you went into to obvious shirts where they have their little make your own t shirt thing and you did you have to see. Big capital C, capital I, capital T, and just forget the space. That it
3: would. Yeah, you know what? I think that (laughs) should be in our Amazon store, right next to our bull penis sucks.
0: Our our bull penis terrible. Yeah. Yeah, our bull penis.
3: penis. Yeah, but I mean, I I think it would fit right in with that. You could, you could click.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but. We have to pronounce it that way, and at least it's not the other C word, which would be probably too dirty to say on, like, a regular basis in mixed company, you know, but, you know, this one, it's a little less dirty, but yeah, I think we just, should use it. You know, it. I,
2: just, I, I just picture, you know, little kids in the bleachers. Daddy, what's a clit? And he goes, I have no yeah. idea, son. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, <laughs> right. I don't know what you're saying. He said hit. He said they need a hit. <laughs> You know, come on, we need a big clip right now. You know, instead of you know, we'll <laughs> yell from the bleachers like every time we need a big play or something. I, I think, I think this could really be the year for it. Um, so, um, and hey, maybe, maybe it'll, it'll be good for that kid to learn something. So <laughs> that's how I learned out in the bleachers about such things. Um, it wasn't all good. But I I did think it was funny. We're off. We really are off to a great start. The lineup was great today. The slogan is great. The uniforms are see through. Like this might be the most hilarious season ever. Oh, I'm so excited.
3: I, I was and I was watching the uh, the White Sox. Right. I don't know how many times they mentioned that they have 69 players in camp. Nice. And every time they said it, I'm like. How is Steve Stone not saying nice every time that this is the new guy, and he's a younger guy? And i i have I have to believe he knew exactly what he was doing because he said it like eight or nine times at different points during the game.
0: Um, there's so many. Uh, i see in the uh, chat here. That uh Corey is asking: Did we talk about the Lauren Wisdom tweet? That's Cubs oh. fans central. Do
2: you know about the what, Lauren you, Wisdom tweet? Well, is it's something
0: about Patrick Wisdom being her dad, or
2: no? Well, she gets people. that one a lot.
0: Yeah, or but, her or her husband. They thought that she was Patrick Wisdom's wife, or yes. something like that. Yeah,
2: he was asked. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Yeah, uh,
0: what happened? Oh, wow. Here? I'm looking at up Cubs. Here we Fan go. Central. I got.
2: I I got it. I'll screenshot you. Okay. Ah.
3: As we're waiting for the screenshot to come through. Oh. <laughs> do, 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 do. I thought he was talking like didn't we talk about Lauren Wisdom last week? Too? She
0: was at Cubs Caroling if you recall. Uh, yeah, I remember was,
3: she was at Cubs Caroling, but
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, she had somebody's I thought she had somebody's jersey last week or maybe that was somebody else. Uh
2: So so she goes out for uh To pick up her free cubs tickets she shares a picture of herself with the cubs ticket thing and this guy drops this he says i'd do anything to meet your husband he and i were born on the exact same day in the exact same (laughs) month of the exact same year please if i come to a cubs game this year which i plan to do can we meet with you at the dugout area, please? I'll bring snacks. <laughs>
3: oh, my God. I love that he'll bring snacks. That's the way you end it right there. I'll bring He's snacks.
2: It's just like, Patrick Wisdom is not my
0: husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's her heart. That is tough, though, if you're I mean, if you've got the same last name and you're a big Cubs fan and, uh, you know, like if like if your last name was Sandberg, you know, it's not it's not the most common name. And, you know, Wisdom isn't the most common name in the world either, I would say.
3: Well, that's her new obvious shirt. Patrick Wisdom is not my husband. Well, and you know,
0: sorry, God.
2: No, you don't know. You go
0: ahead. Well, I'm just going to say Lauren's dad, Dan Wisdom, is a longtime bleacher bum as well. You know, that yeah. kid, Lauren Wisdom is young. She's like in her early 20s. Her dad is like my age, and uh, he's been in the bleachers this whole time. And he's also a great Twitter follow as well. So he he should get in on.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, the there obvious, it is.
0: Obvious shirts printed her up. Patrick Wisdom is not my husband's shirt. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's the, I think it's the wrong size, though. I mean, XL.
3: Yeah, XL. She needs to get into the w- project warning track. Yeah, that'll never it. fit her.
0: Yeah, okay. maybe, maybe it'll, fit it'll fit her, fit her dad. dad. I don't. I don't <laughs> think it'll fit even fit her dad. Or you know, dad. I, I maybe I would peg him as a large. Maybe an XL. I don't know. Um, yeah,
3: phrasing. We're just done with that, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, well,
0: we'll have to. We'll have to see him in baseball pants to find out. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. Anyway, that's hilarious. So that's what I'm saying. This season has started out hilariously, and it this- gives me a lot of hope for our show. I'll tell you that much. We got the lineup of our dreams to start the season. Um,
3: I'm and, excited.
0: Yeah. And every and, and everything's freaking hilarious. So it's like I really couldn't think of a better way to start things out. I know it's not going to all go like this, but I'm fine with it. Um, right now. Um,
3: I'm I'm in a way better mood this year than I was last year. Last year was was brutal. It was terrible from the get-go. I was thinking that they were going to only win like 70, some like 71 games I think I chose. But uh, no, I feel a lot better about this team because they're actually, it feels like they're going to, they're working in the right direction. And even if they don't have the greatest season, we'll know what the hell we have and yeah. we can move forward.
2: You Know it's like I said, uh, do I think that the Cubs this year are gonna like win the World Series? No, um, do I think they'll be fun and pretty? Yeah, yeah, and that's really all I'm here for. <laughs>
0: and and even if they get close to it, or you get or they give you some hope that it could happen, is there an animal? What that? Do what oh, my,
2: my dog, he loves these little like latex squeaky balls, he carries them around like they're his children. Okay. Um, but he is, he is rolling around on the squeaky ball right next to
0: me. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I I feel the same. I I think it's going to be fun, and I don't know. I I like watching the kids play. It's everything we wanted, and I know there's going to be some growing pains here. And that you know, as Theo said, uh, what uh, development is not linear. I understand all that. You know. But it's also really fun to watch like, even if they do screw up and get picked off first base every now and again or make a dumb uh, base running play or overrun a ball or all the dumb things that the kids will do when they're out there, they're going to do some exciting things that might make up for all that stuff. So
3: I'm yeah, just, and, right. and okay, great. Developing, development is not linear. That's fine. But let us see where they're at in their development. Like, let's see what they can do out there and see if they can actually make it. And that's the thing we've been asking for. I mean, it's not like last year was the first time we said, let's watch the kids play. We've been saying it since Blue Friday. We're like, well, if you're not going to play the players, you're not going to pay the guys to stick around. You're not going to go get better players. Like, let's just start playing the younger guys so at least we can get to know some of these guys, learn about them and like them and have them on the team for a while, rather than the, you know, Cody Bellinger, which we loved one year, you know, like, yep. well, that didn't help us much.
2: Yeah. yeah if, the, if the only way we're allowed to keep a player around long enough that we like, like them is to grow them up from scratch. Then I want to actually see them do the growing up part.
3: Yeah. You have to quit. That's what they say. <laughs> you have got to <laughs> You've, You've got to clit. I mean, yeah. I think that's been the problem this whole time.
0: Yeah. David
3: did. Ross was there for four years, and he just never clit.
0: He was dicking. He was dicking around, and he, we should have been clitting.
2: You can't, you can't dig was, around all the time. you got to clit something. Yeah. you got to clit before you can dick. That's
3: all I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, and You're we should have known. We should have known this was coming when he was with the team in 2016. His whole thing was dick bumps. He doesn't <laughs> know clit. He,
2: he knows dick know bumps. Know <laughs>
3: He doesn't know. Oh,
2: that's my obvious shirt. You don't know clit. That's
0: it. You don't know clit. There you go. If Joe Madden (laughs) was still around, he'd be trying not to clit. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. (laughs) Well, before we go, totally off the rails, which I believe we've got a few times already. But I I do think it's going to be a fun year, and I want to remind everybody we are doing Ranter Fest. Um, tickets are not on sale yet, but it is going to be May 31st through June 2nd. We're also going to be at the ball game up in Milwaukee the day before. All that happens on May 30th. So that's just going to be a blast. We're celebrating our 1000th episode at Almost Home. Also, at uh, Output Lounge, we're going to have some comedy. So, just save that weekend. Plan to be in town. They're giving away an incredible Christopher Morrell bobblehead on a rare Saturday night game. We're just going to have playing, a lot of I'm planning on
2: celebrating my first home win at Wrigley Field.
0: Yeah. And, and we're going to sit in the bleacher. So, get yourself a bleacher ticket. Just like, you know, I'm just going to keep hounding that. We're all kind of getting our own thing. We'll meet up out there. There's too many people to keep track of. So, uh, you know, we're just all sitting in the bleachers, figure it out. Um, I will be at the games in uh, Mesa uh, slash Phoenix on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. I don't know if I'll go Wednesday, probably not because that game's far away or something. It's like Maryvale with the Brewers. Now, as much as I want to see Craig Council go to the Brewers spring trading camp and see all the Brewers fans be sad about it, much as I'd like that, um, you know, I'm just gonna let that. I want that first time I do that to actually be in Milwaukee. So, do we really? really
3: do we really believe Brewers fans show up in Arizona when they won't even show up in Milwaukee?
0: Yeah, it probably will be mostly Cub fans there too. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is true. Um, so do we have a we have a Cubsler and we have a Cubsler winner and hashtag chance in the chat. By the way, again,
3: yeah. Well, we we had four people who got this one correct, um, and it was kind of a. It was kind of a tough one, but it makes sense here. So, this is last week's uh, Cubsler, and it reads, A PR first, but broke no barrier. 128 gigabyte DDR5. Two pokes from a rose. A Sosa before Sammy. And the correct answer was Hiram Bithorn. And so, if you want to know how to get that answer, A PR first, He was the first Puerto Rican Major League Baseball player, but he broke no barriers because he passed as white. So when he came into the league, there was still a color barrier, and because he was light-skinned enough, it didn't bother him. Now,
0: And his name is Hiram. (laughs) That helps you.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the next clue, Danny. 128-gigabyte DDR5, that's high RAM in your computer. That would be a uh, lot of RAM. He's yeah, got
0: 16 gigabytes, I think.
3: Yeah, and two pokes from a Rose. Two, as in by, and pokes from a Rose Thorn. You get by bi, bi Thorn, Bithorn. And then you also a Sosa before Sammy because his actual uh birth name is Hiram Gabriel Bithorn Sosa because that was his uh his family name, but when he, by the time he made it to the majors, he had shortened it down to Hiram, Bithorn. So, and that's also, how you got to
0: the, I wrote a song about him. It's yeah. called the Iram. It's called Iram Bithorn, and I will play it at the end of the show to go along with the Cubsler. How about, um, well, should we pick the winner or do you want, should we do this week's Cubs I don't know. I never know what order we do. This let's all
3: let's in. pick, let's pick the winner and then we'll do the, we'll, we'll, Follow it up with yep. the new Cubsler. Okay, uh, if you're so, ready. If you're not ready, I can do the new Cubsler.
0: I am ready. Okay. We have four winners uh, or four correct answers: Scott Sowers, David Elliott, Justin Kaufman, and Jeff Bjorn. Um, I thought there were more. Uh, did we miss any? I don't know. But uh, here we go.
3: I don't think so. If if you did not, if you had a correct answer and I didn't have you in here for some reason, I'll put you into next week's. But I don't think so.
0: Scott Sowers is the winner. Congratulations.
3: Oh, he see, and Scott Sowers is a, is a two-time winner now. And
2: we so, are
0: keeping track of this. We're going to give a prize away at the end of the year in our end of the year extravaganza Christmas show. Yeah, we're um, keeping
3: I've, – I've got a list of everybody's names. Um, and not only that, you do get a voicemail featuring me calling your name. Like Sunranto, it drives Danny nuts because it comes into the feed, and for some reason, he feels like he has to listen to it. No, no. It,
0: here's what happens: I'm sleeping, and my and the podcast is going. I'm listening to some boring history show. I fall asleep, and it's very relaxing for me. And then in the autoplay, it just keeps playing, playing, and it comes up with our show. And sometimes it's your voice screaming some dude's name in my ear. And I'm like, ah! and I'm just like the worst way to wake up. So I'm just never gonna enjoy that. I don't think.
3: <laughs> well, you're you're gonna love the one. I've I've got a second one for uh, Chris Salado coming up. It's gonna drop on Sunday. But uh, I will get make sure a new one for Scott Sowers done here soon too. All right, so this is the new Cubsler, the Cubsler for next week. If you want to get in on this one. It might be easier. I think. I don't know. I never know which ones are going to be easier or not, it seems like. But here we go. Mostly Holden, rarely hammering, a Mad Dog's favorite target. He broke good in Albuquerque and 11 different MLB cities. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, Mostly Holden, rarely hammering, a Mad Dog's favorite target. He broke good in Albuquerque in eleven different MLB cities.
0: And we'll be posting these on the Sunranto show Twitter and on Facebook and all those fun places. And uh IFG with the answer in our private chat here. I'm not sure if it's if it's it is, it
3: is incorrect.
2: I had a uh, feeling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good guess though. I I didn't even guess. Um they, I'm, I'm with I'm with Bertie Barron. I have no idea. Like that's this my is a, I don't know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this this one's a little on the obscure side, but some of these things can should get you there if you know. Uh, yeah, if you know know where I'm going with some of these, but like like all these, I mean, they do make sense. You just got to work you
0: out what it means. You got to do the clues,
3: and most people look them up. They tell me, I ask them, "How'd you figure it out?" And they say, "Oh, well, I knew this, and so I started. I knew this one thing." And so then I started to search the internet for that one thing. And then that led me to these other things. A lot it's of like people.
2: A, it's like a whodunit mystery or like an episode of the X-Files where exactly. Mulder's got to get into his little file cabinet and learn why the cows have spots on them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> a lot A lot of people really thought it was Aramis Ramirez and they were following that thread trying to figure it out.
0: Uh, maybe that's why I thought there were more correct answers. There were just a lot of answers, but a bunch were wrong.
3: <laughs> the, yep. Um
0: so, sunranto at Gmail is where you send your correct answers, and you could also uh, send in your correct answers to the Sunranto Show Twitter, not my Twitter, the Sunranto Show Twitter, because um, uh, my DMs are f- are full of people offering me millions of dollars to work for them, but I say no. I'm doing the Sunranto Show. I'm busy. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you so, say yes to like
0: one of those. One of those. You would think I would? But um, I do have one TFC. I don't know if anybody has one, but uh, I I thought this was interesting. The Cubs this week, this is a this flexing cube, if you're not familiar with TFCs. The Cubs are releasing a special ticket heritage cap series. So they've got uh, caps that they're giving out, or you have to pay and get a special ticket. Mexican heritage, Caribbean American heritage, Puerto Rican, Greek, Italian, Irish, and Polish and I, being the smartass I am, retweeted them. And I said, um, well, when is God off the Mayflower and spread smallpox cap? And Bill Suga says, it's a blanket giveaway.
2: That was very funny.
0: And, and, I, and I that was the greatest thing I saw all week.
2: To that point, if anybody wants to go to that August 21st game and isn't planning on... Uh keeping a hat, I would love that Irish Heritage cap. Please let me buy your ticket.
3: Yeah, okay, so here's here's the thing about these. I like this idea and I like sort of the color combos for these hats. But they're not pictures of the hats. They're drawings. I don't know that these yeah. are actually going to look good. I'm a little worried about it. And the other thing is where is Caribbean America? Uh, I didn't know that there was a flag for that
0: U S Virgin islands, uh...
3: but there's not like one single flag that just covers all of these hats for the podcast listeners. All of these hats have the colors of these different flags. And then under the bill, they actually have sort of the flag on there. And so the Caribbean American heritage cap, Confuses me because I don't know what that flag might be,
0: well, good thing you're not going to buy it anyway.
3: Maybe it that's like the one I want. you don't know me
2: it you haven't like- done
3: twenty three and me with me. I said me a lot. <laughs>
2: Hold on.
3: Let's what What you saying, IFG?
2: It looks to me, and I'm, you know, I'm just figuring this out as we're talking about it. But it looks like that cat might not be an actual flag, but it does look like it is inspired by the colors of the flag of the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is this. So you have the wow. pale blue. You've got that gold color from the eagle, um, and that that that's what that is. But. Yeah, so you have the the Caribbean American there. Um, let's see, the Greek. Yeah, the Greek ones. Everything is a flag but the Caribbean American heritage cap. But to be honest, like... So
3: you're saying that somebody mm-hmm. in the PR department mm-hmm. actually realized it wouldn't be good to say a Virgin Islands heritage cap?
2: Well, I think there are, you know, people from other... Uh,
3: I, I'm just Floridian, meaning Caribbean
2: yeah. islands who are American as well Like, like there are Puerto Rico for, for Or I, I'm
3: just Meaning the same people who gave us You have to clit Didn't want to go with Virgin Islands Heritage I don't know why need not my
2: green cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway I somebody go I was, get me that Irish hat I want yeah.
3: it
0: I was going to say like oh god it's a, it's the new DH
2: It's forgotten. <laughs>
0: He's just like, I don't understand the virgin. i like, no, I understand. And I'm like, no, please do not get on this again. <laughs>
3: no, uh, well, I actually, you know, I, I failed to make the joke so that you guys got it the first time. So then, as any good comedian knows, you just... Keep saying the joke until somebody You're gets it. Drive
2: it into the ground. It'll drive yes, that shit in the ground. <laughs> say it often enough. Yeah, and,
0: and, and, until uh, you know the club is empty and you've driven everybody out of that room. You know, absolutely. Mm. So, um, well, hashtag chance in the chat. Oh, oh, you, we've got a, another TFC.
2: Great. Yeah, just one more for me. Uh, an update on that on that Razorbacks game. Um, oh yeah, Tyler Jennings here says what I just saw was the most dominant outing I've ever seen. And shows a video of all 17 strikeouts. Hagen-Smith touched 99 early, sat 95 to 97 a lot, plus his mid-80s slider racked up 15 Ks alone. Flashed an upper 80s changeup, uh, 8 fastball whiffs, 17 slider whiffs. And Cespedes Barbecue follows up with says, and he did it against an Oregon State who entered tonight undefeated. Hitting wow. three thirty one, four fifty two, six seventy five with oh. fourteen home runs through five games against much weaker competition, but still, Smith's one of several college starting pitchers at the top of the twenty four draft with truly outrageous stuff just about throwing strikes and staying healthy.
0: And it doesn't it doesn't look cold, by the way, how I was hypothesizing earlier. Everybody's in short sleeves.
3: Well, they're they are in Arkansas.
0: Yeah. Right. And I was so, hypothesizing that it was cold, and I was incorrect. My, It was fake news. Hashtag fake news.
3: Um, so, <laughs> fake and, news coming out of Arkansas? What are you talking about, Danny? I, hashtag chance in the chat,
0: though. I will say that much, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. I'm going to try to sell this Chance T-shirt one more time. It's over at In the Clutch, 10% off with code SunRanto. But put your hashtag chance, and I will share my screen right now. We will pick a winner.
2: Winner
0: win a chicken, chicken there. dinner. Exactly. Um, here we go. I'm picking one. Here it goes. Round and round she goes. Where she Let's stops, see. only the chance knows. And the winner is
2: Maggie Mae. Hey.
0: Congrats, Maggie Mae. Maggie, you couldn't have tried anymore. Oh, you put chance in the chat. Then you a chance in the chat <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm gonna send a chance, Pokes on to you. You know that song, right?
3: Oh yeah, uh, that that was Rod a Stewart brilliant Rod Stewart, right? Stewart,
0: right? Look at me playing the mandolin. <laughs> the Say greatest night, Rod Danny. Stewart
3: impression ever. Exactly. Good night, Danny. Um,
0: <laughs> I've had a lovely evening. Unfortunately, this one wasn't it. Um, so, <laughs> that's an old graccio Marx I freaking love it. Uh, so, no, uh, yeah, this has been brought to you by Bleacher Bunch Productions. Please uh, leave us a, a rating. In add to a bleacher bunch in any of your podcast catchers that you listen to the show, it really helps the, us out. Our 109 Patreon supporters, of course, uh, Matt Cameras, permanent paintings in the clutch shirts, Blake Beards tickets, Rogue Wave Creative, Mike Waller, and the Cubs PS Plus podcast. Check us out on all of the social medias at Sunranto and uh, tell Thank your you. friends. Tell your friends. And as, of course, our good friend David Kaplan is prone to say from time to time. Cog Or go Cubs.
3: Backwards. <laughs> I love it. Spogog.
2: Spogog! You on,
3: on
1: the island of a- a little bitty baby was born, se llama Iram Gabriel, su apellido fue bit horn. Iram was a pitcher, he grew up big and strong, made it up. Los Cachorros But it didn't last too long He was the horn El primer boricua Que jugó los grandes ligas Pero Iram's life fue corto And he couldn't play his sporto Como un huerto bespolista Iram had a great year when eighteen and twelve, say, Unio El Army, and it all went to hell. La Guerra dos was over. Iram tried to come back. Su brazo estaba perdido. He'd gotten weak and fat He was Rambit Horn El primer boricua Que jugó en los grandes ligas Pero Ram's life fue corto and he couldn't play his sport Como un muerto bespolista Como un muerto bespolista In 1951 Iram went to Mexico And ran into a gun Llevado por un policía Iram horn got shot He died Luego Eight years jail for the cop He was here And horn El primer boricua Que jugó En los grandes ligas Pero Iram's life fue corto And he couldn't play his sport Como un muerto on Como un muerto bespolista
0: Puerto Rico.